I cannot be faulted as the gamer to feel upset towards the direction of the game when Naughty Dog is the one that laid out the premise of what the game's going to be about in trailers and then changed the game with the final product. Alright everyone, welcome to episode 10 of today. We've got a pretty fat fucking episode for you, so be sure to strap on your britches, tie your sketchers, shape-ups, and get that booty to twerking. Episode 10 of what, though? Animan. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, plug daddy. Start the show, you got this, go for it. It's all on you, man. Alright, hold on. <clears throat> <clears throat> No, you gotta go. There you go. <laughs> like from fucking your, yes, High School Musical. Yes. <laughs> Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> God bless me. <clears throat> All right. What is up, everyone? It's me, Alex Trump, here to uh, bring you guys another episode 10. Another episode 10, because the last one was so huge, we didn't even have it. Uh, lighthearted today, and uh, we're, it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a huge episode. It's going to be absolutely huge. It's going to be the biggest episode we, you've ever seen. We're going to draw in crowds of threes. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome into Lighthearted Episode 10. I'm Alex Light. Joined with me, as always, we have Nick, also known as Therablife, also known as Plug Daddy. Hey. We just dropped that beautiful, beautiful intro. Love I, it. I don't want to say it's that beautiful. It's uh, kind of orange. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. <laughs> All right, uh, Plug Daddy, drop some plugs for me, man. All right, boys. Today, we're dropping some plugs. Let's drop some new plugs. We got some shit going in the works. These podcasts can be now found on Spotify and soon to be other platforms as well. Big, big accomplishment there. Yeah, thanks to all the support that we didn't get. Uh, you guys are, you guys are the best. You know, I, we worked so hard for this and we got so far, and in the end, it did in fact matter. Rip Chester Bennington. Yeah, rip. Okay, but uh, other plugs. Uh, you know, be sure to check out the other podcast we have. Uh, well, not me, but <laughs> uh, Alex. Uh, let's see. The other one is Real Talk, though, with uh, Josh Locke and others, and I think I'll be on that one in a couple weeks or yeah, something. Yeah, you'll, you'll be hosting it with me here in a couple weeks. Hey, so check out Plug Daddy there. I think it's going to be episode 13. Be sure to check out all the other social links, such as the Sparky3 Twitter popping off, uh, the uh, the soon-to-be YouTube channel uh, stuff, uh, the Twitch streams coming soon. Uh, check out my Twitch streams at Third Life 04. We've been doing some Persona. It's, I don't know if it's fun to watch, but I'm having fun playing it, so fuck you. And <laughs> yeah, check out the YouTube. There's nothing going on there right now because I don't think of anything. And uh, yeah. Uh, and then the other podcast, Anime, that sometimes shows up. And then Gridiron Mania is kind of gone for right now, so bye. <laughs> Good job, Plug Daddy. Yay. Great plug dropping. We Appreciate you. We did it. Yeah, guys, episode 10 today, we have a thick and meaty episode 
lots Mr. Meaty. Of, lots of stuff to talk about, but we do actually have a guest on this episode here today. We have Nick's girlfriend. We have Allison here on the show. Allison, how are you? I'm good. Are you having a good time so far? I mean, getting to see Plug Daddy live. Yeah, I know. She I mean, gets to see I Plug Daddy I, live every day. Yeah, that's yeah true. I do. I get him live every day. But you know, you listen to the shows weekly, which thank you by the way. But now you actually get to see the magic in person. Oh yes, it's it's just so magical. And be part of it. That's another thing. You get to be part of it. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, Allison is here today because, you know, in the last episode, episode nine, I was giving my initial thoughts for Last of Us 2. I have completed Last of Us 2, and I have my review and thoughts on that. And Allison here also has played both the Last of Us games. You know, Nick over here, he's a bitch, and he doesn't play games, really. Uh, so well, Fuck you, man. <laughs> Nick plays like five games. Well, okay. six now, yeah. I think. It's seven. Okay, sorry, seven. But anyway, right. Allison's yeah. going to be able to you know, give her thoughts on The Last of Us 2, what she thought about it, and we're going to be able to kind of go back and forth. So it's going to be a really good conversation there towards later in the episode. So just kind of uh, what to expect with this episode. We got some Xbox showcase stuff to talk about. We got the UB, uh, forward to talk about from coming from Ubisoft. We got some quick hit little new shit. Harry Potter open world. Allison's a big Ooh. Harry Potter fan, so that's pretty exciting. I'm pretty pumped for that. Lots of good stuff to talk about. Uh, so, like Plug Daddy already said, make sure to check out everything that's going to be down in the description below. I cannot thank you enough for checking out this episode. Spotify. True. Spotify. It's going to be huge. For uh, you listeners on Spotify, we're finally here. We're here to have a great time, but don't worry, CastBox friends. We're not going to forget about you. We're still going to be going to CastBox. The next thing I think we're going to go on, I think, is going to be Apple. That's my next goal is to get on that one. Uh, Google, I don't know. Google can probably go fuck itself. I don't like that <laughs> podcast manager. That thing is dumb. I do not like that <laughs> podcast manager. I was not having a good time with that. Um, all right, so let's kick things off with a rant. I have a rant. Oh, God. And this type of rant is not something that I would normally put here on Lighthearted. I feel like it might be kind of maybe a little bit better suited for Real Talk, though. But it does involve the gaming world, and I have to get it out because it very much frustrates me. So, Laura Bailey. Okay, she is a, a voice actor. Uh, she's done multiple anime roles, game Jaina. roles. Uh, Jaina from Warcraft, cartoons, whatever. She did the motion capture and the voice for Abby from The Last of Us 2. You know, a lot of people dislike the character Abby. So, in return, she put this on Twitter, put scre- uh, screenshots up of people sending her death threats over her role as playing as Abby saying that she ruined their life and this and that and blah, 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 <laughs> like, like legit screenshots of these death threats. And I got to go on a little bit of a rant about this. Just what in the fuck is wrong with you to send the voice actor death threats because of how they portrayed a character? Like it's a fictional fucking character. Get over yourself. It, like, if you really hate the character that much, if anything, you need to praise the voice actor right. because they did their job correctly and portrayed a character in such a way that made you dislike them. Micah Bell from Red Dead Redemption 2 is easily my most hated fictional character in the history of anything that I've ever witnessed, played, or whatever. But I'm not going to hate, I think his name is Michael Bloomkist. I think that's his name. I'm not going to hate the guy because he did a phenomenal job playing Micah that made me hate him. Like he did his job right. Right. Sending death threats to Laura over this is ridiculous. There's other voice actors that have jumped on board with this, like Roger Clark, who played Arthur Morgan from Red Dead, the uh, director of Last of Us Two, chimed in saying, "Guys, these are fictional characters. I'm glad you're attached to the story, but you guys need to chill out." The even Naughty Dog put up tweets about this as well. You know, saying that, "Hey, this is going too far. Right. It's a fictional character." So yeah. they don't obviously understand who they're messing with because Laura Bailey is the daughter of the sea. So. True, true. 
you know, they apparently didn't see the cinematic, so they're going to get fucked. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if you're going to complain to anybody, why would you not complain to, like, the creators of the story or any yeah, of that? Yeah, like, like that, That's who you need to be. Yeah, send them death threats. Yeah, yeah. Send, them, <laughs> send them your death threats. Yeah, not, not, the, not the voice actor. Like, no. They, they did their job correctly. They played a character that you disliked. Mm -hmm. They did a good job at that then. I thought she did great. Like honestly, like yeah. even even though I may not have liked the character, I still thought she did a great job. I thought all the actors in that did a great yeah. job. I mean, like there wasn't any that I felt like were bad by any means. I mean, yeah. she she did what she was supposed to. And it's funny because I went back and I watched a video from like I think it was like last year's um, E3 or something where they were trying to do an interview and they were they were calling her character. Um, oh fuck, what was it? It was like the Jane Doe or, like, the big buff lady. Oh, right. Because <laughs> they didn't know who she was. And so it's, like, looking back, it's, like, knowing all that we know now, it's, like, oh, shit. So I think she did a great job. I mean, it's it sucks that people are being fucking stupid and can't get off their high horse about all this stupid shit. But, you know. Right. Whatever. And to add on to your uh, little statement about how they were referring to her, I want to make I want to point out something that I thought was hilarious. I watched um, Boogie's review on the last of us two and whenever he was talking about you know to the point where you had to play as abby he he flat out like non-mistakenly like just straight up firing the gunshot there calling uh, abby a he in in his <laughs> review and i just laughed my ass off i thought it was so fucking funny boogie's not even giving a fuck and I, I was reading the comments and everyone was just laughing i was like i was like man he just stone cold just threw that out there I was watching some PewDiePie video and he was comparing, he was doing his like meme review thing he does once a week. And he was talking about how, you know, everything's proportionate. Just like at Abby in The Last of Us 2, totally proportionate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, you know, more to come on Last of Us 2 here at the end of the episode. We're going to give our full reviews on it. So going over from there, we have, uh, you know, E3 is supposed to be last month. We didn't really get anything E3 stream wise like we were supposed to. You know, PlayStation did their little showcase. Nintendo, you have to do a direct, but we do have a confirmation on the Xbox Series X showcase, which is going to be coming uh, July 23rd. There's some pretty heavy rumors of a new Fable game, uh, some pretty heavy rumors of a new Perfect Dark game, which I know Nick I is excited about. But the question is, you know, that you know that means you'd have to get an Xbox Series X at some point. Oh, never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, they might they might reveal the digital edition. And it'll be cheaper, so you can just get that. Well, see, I'll just get it on Xbox One, and then when I get an Xbox Series X in ten years, then I can just get it for free. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Boom. But yeah, <laughs> I'm more excited for the Fable things. You know, he's more excited for the Perfect Dark. But uh, I, I noticed recently that uh, there was a trademark filed. Uh, you know, reamping the Fable name, and it was marked under with the uh, not being used, but with the intent to use. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, I love Fable. Really good series. Um, hopefully they're going to finally bring that franchise back. Cause, I mean, God bless. It's not like Xbox has anything else going on for them. They have fucking Gears, Gears Halo, <laughs> Halo, and Forza. Congratulations. Like, Yay. <laughs> let, 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 let's bring some other shit back. Bring back the Perfect Dark. Bring back the Fable. Get you, get you some cash. Um, and also, tying into that, I, I found this recently, and I think this is uh, a really good thing for the future of gaming. But uh, Xbox executives are warning publishers to make uh next gen upgrades free so basically you know if you buy you know it's already confirmed i know in in, in the new madden's case where if you buy madden for ps4 and then months later you get the ps5 uh you'll have madden for free on the ps5 you know and, and that's what xbox is quote you know this is a quote here they're warning publishers to do this like you need to make the next gen upgrade free which i think that's going to be uh really good for the life of the current generation 
I mean, uh, you know, I know me and Nick have talked about it before where that's something that we feel like should have been done already in the past. Cause I know you had to buy destiny one twice, correct? Yep. For 360, And then when I got the one, it was just like, Hey, you gotta get it again. You're like paying that money. I'm like, no, it's just like too bad. <laughs> Mote yeah. Mon. So, uh, <laughs> <Mote> <laughs> <Mon>. <laughs> Put your money <laughs> in my pocket. Welcome to Shaq Mote Mon. That is like <laughs> Shay de Mote. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that that uh, that free upgrade will be really great for the uh, the life of the next generation. Which that's that's pretty exciting, especially if it's going to be across uh, both Sony and Microsoft. Uh, so Diablo Four. Got the reveal for it, finally. Uh, All right. Last... Give me some good news. Yeah, you ready for some good news? Yeah. It's not even an alpha yet. What? Yeah, it's kind of like in really early stages. It's not even an alpha. But, you know oh. what it is done? Diablo Immortal, baby. Diablo Immortal. <laughs> When's Diablo Immortal coming? I got this new phone just for it. it I got Yeah, it's going to sit right next to Pokemon Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> what about Pokemon Smile? Nah, man. Not no Pokemon Smile. No, nah, I already beat that game. Well, okay. What about Unite? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about just Get getting out. it just to spite him. Pokemon, I'm I'm gonna play Pokemon Unite. He's gonna play. It. I'm gonna make him. It's free. He, he doesn't will. he doesn't have a chance. He doesn't have a choice in the matter. I mean, I'm gonna you know, make the him. The only play. thing I'm hyped for about that game is first instant walking, picking Charizards, and making some eight year old kid cry. You know, I was you've been, you've been riding that for the last couple of weeks. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he, he's determined on that. You know, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, hey, about your joke, uh, and I'm just like, man, he says that, but like, watch this game like really fucking take off. Yeah. It has like a bunch of like you know adults and shit playing this game. There's like an esports scene for it. Just watch, just watch. Mark my words, man. If it has an esports scene, I'm done. I mean, farming simulator does. <laughs> yeah, it's an what? underground. No, they have a scene. legit. They have a legit, legit scene now as well as still the See, underground. that's for the mainstream but they also have a secret underground they, they do they do have an underground exactly yeah how many hay bales can i throw <laughs> <laughs> not enough hay bales more carrots you know i think i think i downloaded farming simulator it was free for playstation i think i got it right now but i haven't played it yet hell yeah brother pop that shit in right I mean, now we'll do my, a review on it right now <laughs> my dad goes out and buys all those stupid simulator games like what's the one he just bought it was like snow truck simulator or something like that i don't know something stupid but, but been... has he played clock simulator no <laughs> what about bee simulator no what i think he's played goat, goat simulator, simulator and farming simulator and then he's played uh, goat simulator classic some other trucking game i don't know anyways but ice road truckers the game no clocking think... clock simulator is a thing by the way I think that's actually what it's called I don't what? Know. yeah it's real what it's on switch no i'm not i'm not fucking kidding it's like two dollars why haven't we bought it I don't know. What's that, what's that one game we were gonna buy? It looked it was like a simulator game. I don't know what it was because we were looking at Switch I hope it was games. Clock Simulator. No, it was stupid. <laughs> it was some clock. It was some like simulator game, and we were looking at all these games on Switch because we wanted something to do during oh, quarantine. It, it might have been an Untitled Goose Game. Oh yeah. Have you played that? No, I haven't. Oh, Quack. I kind of want to get it, but I don't. <laughs> I don't want to pay twenty dollars for it though. That's fair. You just run around as a goose and steal shit and do hood shit. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll show you Clock Simulator later. It's a real thing. Oh, thank God. I, I found it just kind of like seeing what all kind of <laughs> stupid games are on uh, the Switch. Do you, do you Are you a clock? Yeah, you just play as a clock. Can I be a grandfather clock? Probably. Hell yeah. <laughs> Turn up. No, it, it's a real thing. So. Can I be a cuckoo clock? <laughs> So we uh, we had a leak this week, and the leak was sorry. the leak. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sorry, yeah, damn it, Nick. The leak went from oh hey, this got leaked to uh, you know just you know the uh, company just saying well fuck it, it got leaked. Put out a teaser, boys. You know normally like with uh, some companies like Game Freak for example, all this Crown Tundra stuff got leaked, and Game Freak's just like 
well, what's that? I don't know what that is. And they're, they're just not even paying attention to it. Meanwhile, uh, Far Cry 6 got leaked on the uh, PlayStation Hong Kong store uh, with the cover art and everything, as well as a game description. And uh, then Ubisoft quickly turned around and said, you know what? Fuck it. Put out a teaser. Put it on Instagram right now. Put out a little <laughs> teaser of the guy from the cover smoking a cigarette. So, you know, confirming that we'll get to actually see the game at the time of this recording, we'll get to see it tomorrow. By the time this episode comes out, uh, the UB Ford ha- will have already happened, where we will get to see Far Cry 6. We'll get to see uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and more coming from Ubisoft. Uh, and, you know, pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to watching that because I'm a big Far Cry fan. Hated Far Cry 5, though. Fuck that game. Fuck John Seed. <laughs> Fuck you John know, Seed. As a boy, I always wanted something to <laughs> look for more things to say yes to. Oh, that's what it was. I died so many fucking times in that game. I had to see that damn loading screen so many I, times. I died more times in that game to the fucking random badgers and shit that would just pop up and like bite your ankles. And I, like I couldn't, I couldn't hit them because they're so damn small and fast. Right. Like, stop! 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 stop. They go. <laughs> And just like fucking gnaw my legs. I'm like, no. No, I loved three. I loved four. Primal, I didn't care for. Five, I did not like five at all. Did not like five. So therefore, I did not play New Dawn since it was like I didn't a, even finish it. I got so yeah, many. I, I said, fuck it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't finish five. Once I found out how it ended, I'm just like, I don't give a shit to play it anymore. Yeah. Bye. I, like, I got to the part with the with the hell with that girl's name. No. The sister? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, remember. I, I just remember John call, C. Oh, wait. Have you... You played that game at our house. Is that the is that the one with all the church people or whatever? Yes, oh, yes, okay. Yes. It's like the here. church cult. Yeah, I watched you play it a couple of times. That was funny. Beautiful game, but gosh, yeah, damn, it looks it looks good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan. It was fun. The story sucked, and the badgers can fuck off. But yeah, other yeah than that. I remember you told me it did suck. Yeah, not a fan of that one. Hopefully, Far Cry Six will be better. Apparently, Far Cry Six might be a prequel to Three, which is really really exciting. Well, I think they said Far Cry Five got better after the DLC or whatever. So oh, did it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, know, I didn't play it. <laughs> I know some people have said Far Cry New Dawn was actually pretty good. And the fact that whenever they released Far Cry New Dawn, like I think February of last year. Uh, that it, was the DLC, wasn't it? No, yeah, New Dawn was like a full game. What? Yeah, it was a, it was a standalone game. and But they, they didn't release it at a full game price. That was only like 30 bucks. So that's why people thought it was a DLC. But no, it's like a full game. Oh. Yeah, they just released it like half price, which is pretty cool. Uh, still never played it. I kind of want to, but... Uh, depending on when Far Cry 6 comes out, that's uh, kind of more where my attention is, especially if Far Next Cry week. 6 will be a, a prequel to 3. Because apparently, like, on the cover, it has, like, whoever the main, like, I guess, villain's going to be in his, his son, who's named Diego in this game. Uh, Diego Seed. But uh, people think that it could be, that Dio could be uh, Voss from Far Cry 3, and he just changed his name. The, the only reason why people think that is because the setting seems kind of similar and not, not necessarily similar, but uh, fitting for Voss's character, his background and everything. That, and they have like an identical matching scar above their eye. So people that's why people also think it could be a young Voss. Is it Harry Potter? Yes, actually. Is this the open world Harry Potter game? Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. Which, which great segue by the way we'll talk about that yeah, now no. what can i say just call me paul blark because i'd be segueing all up in this bitch i know i know how much of a fan you are of paul blark yeah i have his poster you really <laughs> you really do that was uh, i forgot about that that came from josh that's right i actually don't have it. i don't know where the fuck it is we might have thrown it in the trash no i think i have it actually do you? i think so i'm gonna put oh. it up in your game room good I luck t- <laughs> 
I'm going to put it up in there somewhere. But no, talking about the Harry Potter game. Okay, so this actually popped up recently where there's apparently a Harry Potter open world RPG in development. It was supposed to be revealed at E3. We all know what happened with E3. And it's supposed to be set to release sometime in late 2021, probably for next generation consoles, possibly only for next generation consoles. Uh, it's apparently going to be revealed sometime later this year is kind of what I'm gathering. Um, but... Uh, you know, the developers, uh, are, I believe was Avalanche Studio. Yes, Avalanche Software is who it is. Avalanche Software, I looked into them a little bit. They have done all the TAC games uh, for anyone that is a fan of TAC. Uh, they have done Dragon Ball Sagas, which was shit. Uh, <laughs> numerous Disney games, you know, at the, you know, when we were stuck in that ungodly, horrible era where every single time a movie would come out, you get a fucking video game for it. That was great. No. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah. That's how I got the Ratatouille game. Shut up. That was You're a... just saying that because I actually played it and finished it. Good job. You beat the Ratatouille I game. I had all three hours of gameplay. I was so proud. Fuck off. I thought you were I was so drunk. I do not miss that era <laughs> being at all. A, being the fact that I was 10 years old, I don't think I was drunk. But, you know. I was. That's nice. <laughs> you damn Alky. No. That Avalanche has done numerous Disney games like that. But then I would say that probably their most notable title uh, is they've done all the Disney Infinity games. The Incredibles 2 game. Correct. Well, actually, I think they did. Game Boy Advance. I think they did do one of the Incredibles games. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think they did actually. So, uh, so, so you know, uh, company-wise, um, I, I'm not going to necessarily say I have a lot of faith. Uh, I mean, I've never played Disney Infinity, but I do know the popularity behind it uh, for the younger generation. So, I don't have a ton of faith behind the studio, but I still I'm going to hold on to faith for the game because it'd be great if we can get a gr- uh, a good Harry Potter game. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm so excited because I'm curious how this is going to play into everything that we know so far, especially because like we still have all of the um, Fantastic Beasts franchises still coming out. Like it's all prequel stuff, but I mean, it's been giving us like more um, information on the world that how it becomes like what it is when you meet Harry Potter kind of thing. And so right. I'm curious how this is going to play out. Like, are you going to see all those prequel characters? Or are you not? Are you going to see like... Um, an original story or something yeah like i'm curious how it's gonna play out or is it just gonna be like quest based where like you just do a bunch of quests or something like that i mean i don't know right i i know the one of the main things that i read from it is that you're gonna be you're gonna it's a lot of it's gonna take place at hogwarts i don't Mm -hmm. think you're gonna unless i mean obviously they can expand on it very easily through dlc or obviously just hiding the fact of what's coming but uh, from what I, I from what I understand from the rumors and leaks and stuff that we're getting is that it's going to be a lot of uh, just based at Hogwarts. Like mm-hmm. you get sorted into your house and you yes. go, like class and you have <laughs> other quests you have to accomplish. Now, the, but the big question is is basically what you're saying. How much are we going to actually get to see? Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to get to actually be part of the story, like the book, some in some form, like yeah. be inserted in it in some form or fashion? That's what or I'm what? curious about too. And then like. Would be really cool because like they don't have this on the other games right now, but it's like that'd be cool if you could do like a Fantastic Beast kind of thing where you could you have to go out and like find different beasts too. Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of do it on the mobile game, but it. I mean, honestly, I got tired of the mobile game after like a month. I was like, I think I played it for it. a week. If that. I, the only reason I played it is because one of my coworkers continued to play it. He still plays it. I don't oh, know really? how. Yeah, he still plays that and he still plays Pokemon Go. I forgot Wizards <laughs> Unite. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. I forgot that was even think, a thing until yeah. like the other day. There's Wizards Unite and then there's the other one that's like, I don't explain it. It's just like a weird game where like you have to wait to get hearts back or whatever so you can go out and do stuff. Right. And then it's just like, it's it has a story to it, but I mean, I wasn't too interested. I mean, it was kind of cool because it had like, 
it brought in like um it talks about charlie who is uh the weasley's oldest brother and so you're in school around the same time as him and then it talks about you having this brother that's involved in some kind of like scandal or something but sex scandals yeah totally in hogwarts yeah in filch's office they call him dumbled dick (laughs) 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 but uh yeah so i mean i don't know i just I feel like I've heard the Lego Star Wars or their Lego Star Wars, the Lego Harry Potter games are really really good. Yo, Lego games are actually yeah, sly actually, really yeah, good. I heard that too. <laughs> I, I actually want to get some and play. I used to play the Lego Star Wars game and that Me game too. was hella fun. I know they're but... releasing the uh, the entire Skywalker saga, like all Ooh. nine movies in uh, in one Lego game at some That'll point. Be cool. I mm-hmm. actually kind of want it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, those Lego games are great. <laughs> yeah, but um. I mean, I'm curious because I mean, I was trying, I was looking to see if J.K. Rowling was gonna be involved because. Oh, I know. <laughs> Oof. Have you seen all the memes about how Shakira is actually the writer of Harry Potter now? I have not seen those. Oh my god, it's Shakira. funny. Shakira. Yeah. What? But, okay, the Harry Potter community is saying, "All right, we're dropping J.K. Rowling. Shakira is now the writer of Harry Potter." Oh, okay. So she's. Like, I saw that. I I told you the picture the other day. And it made me oh, fucking oh. laugh so hard. Let me, let me see if I can pull it up. I saw it the other day. It has to do something about the Stromboli. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, I don't know. She's kind of under... She's made a lot of transphobic comments and yeah, stuff, which yeah. is really hard because her... She created this whole world where it's like... I, I don't know. She created this whole community, I should say. And it's like... Yeah, definitely a community. That's the right way to put it. I mean, because like, I'm, I'm friends with people that I don't even know. And I'm in, the, I'm in this group, and, like, we all we do is talk about Harry Potter. And, like, and I'm friends with all these people, and I don't know them at all, but it feels like I know them. Right. Because we have something we connect to. And, like, um, I mean, it's just, it sucks that, the shit, that she believes the way she does. Especially because she has all, like, we're not just going to drop Harry Potter. I mean, it's not, I mean, we could have that cancel culture with that, but it's, like, some of us Ooh. are so close to it. It's just, like, you don't want to do it. You, so. said, you said the C word. Sorry. Cancel. <laughs> So I found the post or whatever. It says, J.K. Rowling's going through some stuff. So she put me in charge of making dumb changes to the Harry Potter universe. Effective immediately. Dementors are Latina. Hermione is now Himoni. Hagrid has fibromyalgia. Wands are called bang noodles. Hogwarts has a a billiards table. And it has a a text between uh, him and J.K. Rowling. And it says, delete this post immediately. It is a lie. I did no such thing. It says, sorry, I'm JK. It says, thank you. No, I mean you now. No, I mean I'm you now. Why are you so mad about my books? Stop this instant or I will contact my attorney. Harry Potter is now an Italian-American. And she goes, he is not. (laughs) (laughs) And it comes up with the fucking title for the first movie. It's called Giuseppe Stromboli in the Briefcase of Meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) And I fucking died. That's funny. I like that one. Yeah. No, one of my hopes for the Harry Potter game is honestly in an ideal situation for me. I would like an original story. I would like an original mm-hmm. story. I, I I'm not really necessarily picky on if it would be uh, prequel to what happens in the Harry Potter story or even after. I'm not picky. Mm-hmm. I think probably after might be a good. I way think to after go. might be a better way to go. I yeah. mean, like the only other thing we have after is Cursed Child, which I I'll be honest, I don't know I don't know anything about it other than the fact that it takes place with his kids and there's some time traveling shit going on. But I refuse to read it. Time traveling's always getting the better of everything. Oh yeah, you know. But uh anyways. So time I mean it, it it could I think it would be better if it was <laughs> after. Oh my god. 
<laughs> no, I agree. I think it, I think in a in an ideal situation, original story post uh, what happened in the Harry mm-hmm. Potter story, or that'd, even that'd be mine. Or even if it could be something new that has to do with like Newt Scamander, and you have to help him like gather information or something. I mean, I think that would be kind of cool too, because like I think graphics wise, seeing all the Fantastic Beasts in that kind of aspect would be cool. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think it'll just be it'll just be cool in general, because I mean, it's like getting sorted into your house from like. It used to be Pottermore, and now it's the whatever Universal called their website. Now I can't think of what it's called right now. I think it's Wizarding World. Yeah, rip Pottermore. Rip. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. You have to pay for it now. <laughs> yeah, big fucking rip to that. Yeah, it's like $100 a year for that subscription. And then, That's dumb. Well, Wait, and they, what? That's yeah. dumb. $100 a year? Yes. Like, Just to find out that I'm a fucking... No, I mean like... <laughs> Let me explain. You can take the test. Like, you can still do some stuff, but, like, it's not as expansive as Pottermore was. Like, Pottermore used to have all these, like, things written by J.K. Rowling and, like, a bunch of, and, like, a bunch of information that you wouldn't get from the books. And now you have to pay for that information kind of thing. So, if, I think it's kind of bullshit, but whatever. (laughs) No, that that sounds dumb. I I, I I knew Pottermore went down, but I didn't know it became that. That's dumb. Like, it, like, they kind of switched over from universe. Like, now it's an app. Which the app taking, the, taking the quiz on the app is actually pretty cool. No, really? Yeah. Like, I took it the second time. And it's funny because there was a big thing going around when it came. I think it came out last year. But, like, a lot of people got sorted into different houses than what they originally had. And they're like, no, fuck this. I am a Hufflepuff all the <laughs> fucking way. You can't change my mind. I am a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. Gryffindor. It, our house is so huge. <laughs> <laughs> no but anyway uh so something else to talk about because this is actually this is a, on everyone's mind if you're interested in the new generation consoles and hopefully with the uh xbox showcase we'll get the first kind of idea of what we're looking at because it's basically every time a new generation of consoles comes out it's a all right who's gonna who's gonna throw it out on the table first is gonna be sony or they, they both try to wait as long as possible for the other to reveal prices so we may have gotten some leak prices for the PlayStation 5 and what to expect. And a couple of them are actually kind of very interesting. Uh, so, Nick, you're interested in the PS5 at some point. I'm interested in the PS5. Allison, you're interested in the PS5. Well, here's a little idea of what to expect. Um, apparently, November 20th is the projected release date. Uh, the digital edition, uh, which looks like the more normal version of the console, is going to apparently be $400, while the disc version is going to be uh, $500. Uh, controllers 60 pretty standard there charging station and media remote 30 uh, a camera that can come add on with it is 60 and then the most shocking is apparently a headset's 160 that better be a fucking great ass headset dude like we're talking like high dollar like turtle beach prices now it better tickle my pickle yeah for 160 bucks for a playstation headset that shit better be fucking good but no prices wise that's honestly pretty expected i mean 400 for digital 500 for disc that's kind of what i was looking at i know i don't think it's gonna be up to 600 sony's gone on record on multiple occasions saying how much of a mistake that was for playstation 3 starting it off right off the gate with 600 dollars. yeah that was insane yeah so i don't think it'll be that high i think we're gonna expect that four to five hundred um you know which that's just kind of expected but you know maybe we'll get the, that kind of confirmed with this xbox showcase coming up this month because again it's always a uh, kind of like a a waiting game. Who's going to do it first? And then once they do it, I expect it less than a week later. We'll probably get the, if like, if Xbox reveals theirs here in a couple weeks, I less than a couple weeks later, we'll get the Sony one. Probably at least that's my thoughts on it. Uh, all right. So let's hit a few quick, hit, a few quick hits here. And then we're going to jump over to Nick continuing to talk about persona five. 
and his thoughts. And then we're going to have The Last of Us 2 review with me and Allison. Because, yeah, you know, Nick's a, Nick's a bitch <laughs> and he doesn't play video games. It's like okay. fucking Persona 5. <laughs> he likes to go out, buy all the games, and let them sit and collect dust for a little bit. And then he comes back to it. Yeah, if, if, if even that. If he does, it's yeah. Vintage. I mean, yeah. It's vintage at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's played it, so then he's like, all right, now I'll play it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so a few little quick hits. First one I want to talk about, because we've already talked about this on a previous podcast, and I just kind of want to give an update on it, the game Crucible, which was the first big money game coming from Amazon Game Studios. Me and Nick talked about before. It was, it was like a uh, first-person shooter type of MOBA game coming out, as me and Nick have already said, that these type of games we have personally seen these new MOBAs people try to put out rise and fall very quickly, and we've got another one. Crucible has already been pulled. It is back to beta because the reviews are just unanimous that this game is boring as fuck. So that is the update on Crucible. We even had one of our friends play it, uh, Paul Hamas. He played it, and he said the same thing. Oh, did he? Yeah, he said that it has potential, but it's just very, very boring. So update there on Crucible. Another thing that's uh, going on, which I think is actually pretty cool and pretty interesting, is apparently Discord aims to branch off from just being gaming focused and be more kind of like a Skype or something along those lines, which I think would be actually really cool, you know, to branch off from just strictly gaming. I will see how that ends up uh, turning Mm -hmm. out. It's interesting. Uh, DC confirmed that the Batman with Robert Pattinson is actually going to be in its own universe separate from the DCEU movies. The reason why I thought this was kind of interesting is because I know Henry has already said that he'll come back and play Superman, but not in his own standalone movies. So the question is, with the Justice League uh, Snyder Cut coming out, which obviously will have Ben Affleck as Batman, is this going to possibly set up the Batfleck to come back? Since the Robert Pattinson Batman is going to be in a completely separate universe from the rest of the movies. Bum, bum, bum. So will we have Batfleck? I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I know some people liked Batfleck. Some people didn't. I personally didn't really care for uh, Batman versus Superman. I'd never watched Justice League because, you know. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, shit. I, I I was told it was shit. So, I mean, I may check out the Snyder Cut, though. Apparently, everyone says Snyder Cut's going to be better. So Snyder's, I may... are, Snyder's are pretzels. That's true. I like pretzels. I might, I might just watch it just so I can compare it to the Snyder Cut. But, I mean, I did go see Batman versus Superman in the movie theater. Did I I fell asleep. Yeah, that movie was <laughs> fucking awful. It was so bad. I mean, like, I watched it all, but it just was, like, the, the best part of that movie was Wonder Woman. That was, like, literally it. True. Like, she... Have you seen her movie? I have not seen her movie. Oh, my God. It is, like, so fucking good. That's what I've been told. It is so good. Like, I watched it thinking, like, okay, they're going to push all this, like, feminist shit. It doesn't feel like that at all. Like, it doesn't feel like they're trying to push, like, a feminist agenda by right. any means. It's just, like, it's such a good movie. And is it Gail... No, what's her name? Gal Gadot. Gal, Gal Gadot. I don't know how to say her name. I don't know how to say her last name. I don't name, know, but I know apparently Gal, she was pregnant during while they were filming, too. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. I was like, holy fuck. Huh. That's fucking yeah. badass. But I didn't know anyways. that. No, I heard Wonder Woman was good. I heard Aquaman was good. And I heard Shazam was good. I heard DC hit it out of the park with all I did watch Aquaman. Aquaman was pretty good. I don't remember if I watched the ending, but I watched most of the movie. That movie's actually pretty good. I was I I love Jason Momoa partially because I, I watched Game of, <laughs> I watched Game of Thrones. I saw so. his penis in Game of Thrones. You don't see his penis. You just see his ass. Okay. <laughs> did you like it? Yeah, it was a nice ass. Oh, it wasn't go. as good as America's <laughs> ass though. We won't go there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like on 4th of July, I had a picture. It's like, you know, don't forget to thank these things or whatever. It was just like, you know, hot dogs, American flag, freedom or whatever. And it's like Captain America's ass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have to praise it on 4th of July. I mean, America's ass. Yeah, yeah that's Fireworks. Just, that's just the normal thing now. Uh, another little quick hit that I thought was kind of interesting, and honestly, it kind of I think probably kind of a bad mistake uh, for already a dying game as it is. Uh, apparently, UFC Four is confirmed to be PS4 and Xbox One only. It's not going to next generation, which I think is kind of a bad move for a series that's already kind of dying. You know, that game series is not like that great. So, I mean, 
Like the fighting game, right? Yeah. I mean, they know their demographics. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's personally a good idea. I mean, it's kind of like how FIFA stayed on, you know, PlayStation 2 for 13 years after it's done. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right, Nick. Talk about Persona. How's, how's it going for? How's your, how's your journey going? You've been streaming it recently. I've, you know, a mod squad here. Checking out your streams. Banning some kids. Not really, but I will. I banned myself. You get in there and you talk shit. I'm fucking banning you. Come at me. Well, now the real question. Did you put my wine in the fridge? Yes, I put your wine in the fridge. You drank it yesterday. <laughs> I kept, I was, I went on, so he was Twitch streaming yesterday. I went on there and I asked, I went on there like once every hour for like three hours and I said, hey, did you put my wine in the fridge? <laughs> that must have been after I left. Yeah, yeah probably. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty entertaining though. So how's Persona 5 treating you? Man, shit's not as wild as it was. Okay, so I think it's I, calmed down a little bit. I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I think it's uh. Well, see, I didn't expect, you know, the first arc to be about a rapey gym teacher and, Fair. you know, suicide. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is, where do we go from here? Now I just, uh, I'm dealing with a uh, a plagiarizing artist who's stealing and abusing uh, his uh, pupils. So, that's that's something. Uh, I found, I actually, about, I got to the point last night where I could send out the calling card and actually go fight the boss. But, man... Let me tell you, shit's wild. Shit's wild as fuck. So, uh, you know, Takamaki or whatever, the girl in my in my party or whatever, I had to have her go do some nude modeling for me oh. in, in the game. Ooh. Not like, you know. And she's like not all about that. So she goes, she shows up to, you know, Yusuke's house, who's the artist who's uh, you know, drawing her or whatever. And uh, she, she has on like 50 pounds of clothes. <laughs> So she's just trying to buy time for, uh, you know, uh, Morgana to pick the lock into, you know, uh, Madarame's, the locked room inside the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's sitting there just slowly stripping off all these clothes <laughs> for like 20 minutes. Is it like, is it like Joey and Friends when he's wearing all of fucking, uh... Yeah, she's got on like 50 sweaters. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it's really cold outside today. He's like, it's summer. <laughs> it's like May. It's just like, it's really cold outside. There's a chill. But now we get pretty much this one's not as wild, probably because I'm used to it, I guess now. Censors uh, to it. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not. I've been desensitized. Yeah, there you go. By the traumatic <laughs> other stuff, but no, it's 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 actually really fun. Like I clocked out, clocked out, like uh, clocked in 26 hours even yesterday. So, and I know there's at least like at least six or seven more arcs to go. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, man. I uh, picked up Yusuke as an actual follower, so he's now the fox in my group or whatever. And he's, eh. uh. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty pretty funny, I guess. Not funny, but whatever. You know, he, I, I don't really care for him. He's, he's okay. He's not my favorite character so far. But the posse is growing. Uh... Hopefully today we can beat Madarame's ass, close the palace, and uh, do all that shit. And you can check that out over on uh, twitch.tv backslash thirdwife44. So there you go. Even though whenever this episode comes out, you've already done it, though. But just still go yeah. follow his Twitch channel anyway. Yeah, follow that. So that's pretty much it. There's not really like a whole bunch. I mean, you've watched. You watched the other day. Mm-hmm. It was like I played for four hours, and I didn't do shit. <laughs> it was just all story stuff. I just hit square. It auto talks for me. I just sit there and I'm watching. I'm reading. <laughs> right. What? 
You read? Shut the fuck up. Don't <laughs> even come over there. <laughs> so 26 hours in, you've only done, what, two story arcs? You said you're on the yeah, second one? Yeah, this is, I'm at the end of the second one. So overall, you would say, like, you know, for anyone that's interested in this game, you're basically going to get your money's worth in terms of, of gameplay. Uh, so far, yes. Considering you guys put about probably 22 to 25 hours into The Last of Us 2 mm-hmm. and beat it, and I put 26 hours in this game, and I'm not even fucking halfway done. <laughs> okay. What now has your you know in terms of like uh, kind of like an idea like rating of the game has it changed any from your uh, last last initial? I know what, what did I rate last time? I don't, I don't remember. remember. <laughs> I think you said it was like a I want to say like a seven or an eight. Maybe you said no, nah, maybe not that high. I don't remember. Maybe maybe six. I don't remember. Six or seven sounds I right. Think, I, think that's I don't what think it was six. I think it was like seven point five. No, I'd was say it's it? probably about an eight. I mean, it's a good game. Yeah. It's just like when there's stuff going on, there's a lot of stuff going on. But when there's nothing going on, then there's absolutely nothing going on. You just kind of have to, like, make it work by, you know, going and doing daily things. Like, oh, yesterday I made coffee. And, you know, today I went and did laundry. <laughs> All this other random shit, so. Oh, you mean things you do at home? Yeah, so pretty much I got to live <laughs> out my, my fantasies that I love doing at home in the game. Oh, boy. Making coffee. <laughs> life, doing laundry. life simulator. Damn straight, man. <laughs> But well, Nick will continue to give his thoughts on this game uh, as he gets further along with it until he ends up beating it. He can give a full review on it. Oh, you got Whatever that's going to be. I, I, I I'll see you guys in a few weeks. <laughs> nah, I give you, you probably won't have it done until like the fall, maybe. Just because it's such a long game and I know how much time you put into your game. So I give you till the fall. That, that, that's actually probably pretty fair. Yeah. yeah that's probably a pretty <laughs> fair time period. I'm going to have it beat by next week. Now Please. He's, now he's determined. Please. Episode 11. <laughs> Getting it next full review Let that on it. fire under your ass. <laughs> Shit, I don't have enough time to do that. Exactly. exactly. I got about 60 hours probably left of gameplay in that game. Shit. At least. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to hear your continued thoughts on it because it's a game that I'm interested in trying out. Um, so I'm looking forward to I mean, hearing. You've, you've seen the gameplay. Is it something that you can, you're like, all right, that looks fun? Or... I'm not jumping out of my seat for it, but it's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'd play that. <laughs> I'm not like, like, oh my god, I have to go out right fucking now and buy this. I it's just like, okay, it. yeah, you know, you know, if Nick let me borrow that, I'd play it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Last of Us Two. Okay. <laughs> I'm very back and forth on this you, game. You guys have both ends of the spectrum here. Yeah, so. we, yeah, we, really yeah we, do. Have we really do. Okay, so would you like to start or me? Um. Well, okay. Uh, okay i played the first game and you can ask nick i sat on the last part where spoiler alert joel joel's at the hospital for probably like a year (laughs) but granted i watched pewdiepie play it like when it first came out when Mm -hmm. he did his playthrough so i knew the story i knew it was gonna happen it's just like i didn't want to finish it yet i was like eh we'll write it out jack and then like and also i forgot to play the game so then also I'd come back to it and be like, I don't fucking remember how to do anything. And then eventually I just said, fuck it. And I did like, I just fucking ran my ass to the end. I was like, we're going to finish this today. And then um, I probably did that. I don't know. Maybe earlier this year. <laughs> but um, I mean, I just played Last of Us for the first time last like November. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, you're not too far off. Right. Me. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I loved that game. I thought it was so great. The story is so good. Like, I don't know what Naughty Dog's doing over there, but their stories are like great. Yeah, if you're playing a Naughty Dog game, you're going for the yeah, story. Yeah, and um, I mean, for me personally, I play games genuinely for the story. I don't play to like, fin- I don't play to 
like get everything. I don't play to. You're not a completionist. No, not by any means. I play. Ge- I play genuinely just for a story, and that's part of the reason why, like, I finish a lot of the games that I do when I sit down and actually play them. I'll finish them within like a week. Right. And um, like this game, I actually did finish it within a week. I was very proud of myself. Well, there you go. But um, yeah. I mean, like, I at first, like, going into it. I didn't know anything. Like, I purposely did not. I purposely don't look up spoilers for games if it's a game I'm, like, genuinely interested in. Mm-hmm. And so I went into it, like, not. I knew, like, they led to um, seeming like um, Ellie's girlfriend was going to die. They kept playing into that. And then they did introduce these new characters. And I'm like, I'm not sure how that's going to play into it. They did talk about other groups other than the Fireflies. And so I was like, okay, I'll probably just bring in another group and somehow they'll tie together, like, um or somehow they'll be in some big battle or something and so i i don't know like i didn't really have any i just i just knew i wanted to play this game so bad i was like i know the story is going to be good i know it's going to be good and even looking at it like looking at the last of us compared to like the last of us 2 like graphics wise it still looks just as good like i mean the last of us 2 obviously looks like yeah, way better better yeah, yeah but it's still like i mean the last of us still still like graphics wise plays really well and um but anyways and so i personally when I um, when I started playing, as soon as that, are we dropping spoilers? Um, yeah. I mean, we, we're gonna fully talk about the game. So I mean, I just had you know, just for simple disclaimer, you know, if you have not played Last of Us Two and you would like to play it, uh, I'd very much recommend to kind of skip towards later in the episode or just leave the episode. And if you leave the episode, hey, I appreciate it for listening. Make sure to follow. Spoilers ahead. Yeah, spoilers ahead. Spoiler. So, uh, so we're starting now. We are officially going to be in complete spoiler territory for Last of Us 2. Just please be warned now. All right, continue. Okay. So, I mean, getting into that game, I was like excited. I was like, "Okay, so we're picking up a couple years later after after Ellie and Joel, like they're showing their life like outside of um outside of what happened to them before and mm-hmm. whatever and how they're getting along in Jackson and and you could tell even before the big, even before the big like reveal, like there was like they had some something went on between them. Like you knew like something was going on. They weren't getting along as well. Like you could just tell. And then once Joel died, you can ask Nick. I was in tears. Like I didn't know it was coming, and I just was bawling my eyes out because it just was like you just connected so much to that character, and it just like hit you. And you just see Ellie like the the way that they um the way that they I'm trying to get the word like played like showed the emotions of all the characters was so well done like you genuinely felt for all of them in the way that they wrote the game and it just like i was in tears can i also <laughs> point out one little fun fact about that scene that i thought was a nice little touch uh right before joel was killed mm-hmm. if you pay attention you know it's kind of dark in the room whatever yeah. so if you pay attention joel barely opens his eyes to look at mm-hmm. ellie before he dies. i saw that too yeah. and i was like no yeah just like one little tidbit they threw in there that was a nice little touch right and i was pissed because i was like bitch he just fucking saved your life you fucking piece of shit so anyways i was pissed and then i mean I don't know. And then after that, I mean, the other main part is like when you play as fucking Abby. Yeah. Hated it. Play about ask, 10 hours worth of Abby. Yes. And like, and I genuinely, when I played as Ellie, I was so careful with everything, with everything. I probably could count on my hand the number of times I would die playing Ellie. Whereas with Abby, probably like fucking, I probably died like 25 times. Oops. I accidentally fell off the cliff. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. Like, um, there's a part where you're, when you're in the room or whatever, mm. and there's like the two bloaters show up and then there's like. And the two, um, oh god, what are they called? The two, uh, Seraphites are trying to help you, and you think they fucking left you. Yeah, yeah. 
that part, I had to redo that part probably like 10 times because I just didn't fucking care. And I was like, please just be done. I'm over this shit. Like, I'm done. Okay, for the record, I had to do that part again like five or six times. But it wasn't <laughs> because I didn't care. It was because I was really low on ammo when the when the, when the the part yeah. started. So, like, when I'm like I'm talking like when they got through the door or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm still on this side, I was low on ammo. So, I just kept getting fucking killed left and right. Well, I, was, I kept getting killed It was killed so dark. Too, but... It was so fucking oh, dark, and I didn't see where these little bastards were coming from. It got to the point where I knew it so well. I had to go through like fucking bust out all the windows so i knew where to jump through and i figured it out at the toward towards like the the one time that i got to the point where it's like hey through here and i'm like okay so you literally just have to survive you don't have to necessarily kill them all yeah so i literally just kept like running around running around running around and it just oh god those parts are so stressful but i mean i don't know i really liked it. once you got to the end of the game and you saw like where it was going i did actually really like the game um it's just like with the abby parts i hated it like Ellie parts loved it with Abby though it made me hate the game and um it, did it make you hate it because you were playing as the character that killed Joel yes because I mean I, like that's fair that was one of my complaints that yeah because I mean like you play as the character that literally <laughs> ruined like starts off this whole story for this game but at the same time it's like she literally like just fucking murdered somebody in cold blood and it just like i don't know and they gave her a good i mean they gave her a good reason but it's just like the way they played her out it didn't seem like she was it didn't see i don't know how to explain it it just didn't seem genuine i guess i don't know it just didn't seem like a good enough reason i guess i don't know how to explain it like once you hear her side of the story it's like okay yeah she killed your dad i understand that but i mean wouldn't a better way to get revenge is to kill someone else that's close to him as opposed to killing him, if that makes sense. So he can feel the same loss that yes. she felt. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, I, I don't know. It just, yeah, but. So, what did you think of the ending how, with how the game ended? Oh, I was in tears at the end, too. <laughs> like, I think I cried when I played this game probably, like, two or three times. And, like, the ending just is, like, because as soon as I saw Abby, it, like, or as soon as I saw, like, Ellie go back for Abby again. It was like she's gonna lose everything. Like, I knew as soon as she, as soon as she left, as soon as like Tommy came and like I thought the game was over. Like once you got to the farmhouse, I thought mm-hmm. the game was over. I was like, oh okay, this is a good ending. But then once the PTSD PTSD scene came, mm-hmm. it was like you know it's not done yet. And I think like when when you have that final battle between Abby and Ellie, it's just like I I literally said this out loud. I was like she's not gonna kill her. She can't. She's like she has finally like felt like she got what she needed and she's redeemed and that's why she has that scene where it's just joel playing the guitar when she's trying to kill abby and it's just like because she's thinking about it and you know she's putting lev she would essentially put lev in the same situation that abby put her in yeah and she didn't want to start that cycle again and so she was kind of like cutting it and just you know letting it go in a sense i don't know i like i i really did like the ending like once she got to the end i did like abby a little bit more but not a lot. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, so, I don't know. Sorry, I went on, like, a rant there for a while. But No, you're good. Uh, now, one thing I was wondering your thoughts on is, how do you feel about all of the Ellie and Joel flashbacks basically depicting the end result of mm-hmm. his decision in flashback form the way they did? Or do you think that should have been more, like, in one straight go at the beginning leading up to a time skip? How, how do you feel towards... Do you their... mean like his decision like behind the hospital? Yes. Okay. You know, because that's what all those flashbacks are more or less about right. was, you know, I had the birthday, you know, one, which is just building the relationship I thought relationship the birthday more. one was after they got to Jackson, though. It was. But, you yeah. know, what I'm saying is like all the flashbacks that's basically leading up to 
Joel finally telling mm-hmm. Ellie the truth. Do you do you prefer that being in random flashback form, or do you think the game should have started with this and then done like a time skip, where it's like all mm-hmm. fluid and not you know past stuff, but you're doing it in the present and then there's a time skip. Like which which do you think would be better for the game? Personally, like I don't like time skips a lot because sometimes it feels like you can miss so much. Right. In a time skip. But I did like that they started with it and they're like four years later kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I did like that. But then, I mean, I liked it in the sense that like they went back and like kind of filled gaps. So I think I, w- I prefer the way they, they okay. that they did it only because I do feel like you miss so much. I mean, I preferred the way they did it as well. I was mm-hmm. just curious. I know yeah. I know some people have bitched where it's just like the uh, random flashbacks feel so out of place mm-hmm. and they should have just been all like at the beginning so you can get complete clarity on Joel's decision and then lead into a time skip, which, okay, fair. I mean, yeah, I, but I then can I see think both sides. It might have put Joel's... It might have put Joel's death more towards the middle, which I think more people would have like played longer than because I know a lot of people like rage quit right after Joel died. <laughs> I saw which a I think video, is funny, but <laughs> I saw a video of one streamer where after it happened, he literally took the game out of his PS4 and took scissors and cut the game in half. What the fuck? I'm not even kidding. I'm not <laughs> even fucking kidding. I thought it was hilarious. Well, and it's like the reason the game has such bad reviews is because people played the first two hours. Mm-hmm. That scene happened, and then they just rage quit, and then yep. they gave the game a shitty review. And it's like, I mean. Once you like, I kind of felt that way too for a little bit. Like, but I wasn't gonna rage quit the game. I wanted to see it through, and yeah. so like, I just, I don't know. I mean, like after finishing the game, I liked it a lot more than that than that like initial part, like where Joel dies. Like, I hate, like I didn't like it anymore. I was like, no, this is not how this is supposed to happen. Right. And um, but I mean, it takes a lot of balls to kill off your main character. It does. Like, like authors know that, game characters know, like game developers know that. Like it, it, it takes a lot of balls to kill your own like main characters. Yeah, it does. And I know it's really hard because then it's like, how do you go forward after killing a main character? And um, I think they did a great job with it too. I mean, granted, the Abby parts I could have done without, but I mean, I see what they were doing because they were trying to make you em- feel empathy towards her and kind of yeah, that, like they wanted you to like Abby and and understand why she did what she did. Yeah, right. And I still, I still just like. I don't know. I liked her a little bit. Like I said, I liked her a little bit more, but not much. It just, I felt for her a little bit, but not a lot. And I, it left me with questions like, like with Owen, for example, like how did he like get, to, how did he know her kind of thing? I don't know. It just left me with unnecessary other sex scene. Necessary. No, like <laughs> we literally, we literally talked about you it. You can I'm hear like, cheeks clapping. <laughs> <laughs> the cheeks be clapping. No, but like you can literally, she looks like a man. Like, it just doesn't, like... Are you body shaming Abby? Yeah, I guess so. I wow. Know. It's 2020, Allison. Get with the fucking program. I don't know. Anyways. Did you feel like all the Abby part really drug on for you where it made it a little bit harder to play the game? You mean, like, harder is in, like, wanting to keep playing it? Or yeah. just... Yeah. I mean, like, it did for... But then, it, like, I got determined. Like, that's... There... When I got to probably the part where, um... When you get to, like, day three... Mm-hmm. Um... That's where I was like, okay, this is kind of getting annoying, whatever. When she when she goes back for uh, Yara and Lev, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, now they're dragging this shit out. I'm kind of over it now. But um, once you when I played that part with Lev and Yara and then their whole situation in their village and stuff, like I genuinely really liked that part. Like that's probably the only part that I genuinely liked. Everyone really loves the Lev and Yara story. Yes, line. everyone says like I mean. I, like you know, talk going back to uh, Boogie's review that I mentioned earlier, he said that subplot is probably his favorite in the entire game. Yeah, of Yara and Lev. I really liked it because it was like a different, 
a different look at like um their world and what was going on Mm -hmm. and it's in like in it's interesting to find out how um their how they had this goddess that they praised or whatever and then you do find out like she was killed and then she became a martyr for them but then lev says well that's not what she wanted she didn't want them to live the way they are they just they just think that that's how yeah she wanted them to live yeah. yeah They took it and ran with it. But anyways, and so I really did like that part. And the two actors for it did a great job. True. Like, I think, like, I really like that part. I thought it was great. So what would you actually rate this game on a scale of, like, 1 to 10? What would be your, what would be Allison's rating for Last of Us 2? Probably a 7. That's fair. Um, I mean, like, being with The the Last of Us, I'd give it, like, a 9 or a 10. But, like, Last of Us 2, probably, like, a 7. Just because the Abby stuff really, like made me not like it as much Mm -hmm. and i mean i see what they were doing they're trying to do something different and i applaud them for trying to do something different because i mean this is because it was either going to go really good or really bad for them but i mean i personally i didn't like it just because it's like if they had left out that she kills joel and you didn't find that out till the end maybe it would have been a little different like if they had done it in a different way but i mean the fact that you know from the get-go this is the person that killed joel like i think that's why people hated it so much right like, if you went into it not knowing, I think it would have been a little bit easier to play that part. But, yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to do mine. <laughs> Four. <laughs> I'm very different end of how Allison yeah. feels. All right. So, here is my complete review on oh, this. Oh, shit. I thought we had already done your review. I was actually... I just kind of zoned out for the last ten minutes, and I thought yeah. we were done. Man, never mind. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I didn't care for the game. Uh, there are parts I like about it quite a bit, and there's a lot of things about the game that I do not like. Um, so I was first and foremost, I was never a humongous fan of the first one. I enjoyed it; it was a fun game. Uh, I under I pro- if I would have played it when it originally came out, I probably would have loved it. But me playing it, you know, eight eight years, nine years later, I was just like, okay, yeah, I yeah. could see why it was so big then, but now mm-hmm. it's kind of whatever to me. But anyway, oh yeah, so. Um, I didn't care for the game, and you know, me being a spoiler freak, as I said in episode nine, uh, me actually knowing spoilers for this game kind of impacted the way I enjoyed it. I also want to make something clear to anyone that listened to episode nine. In episode nine, uh, before I had actually got to the Abby part, I mis- I was mistaken with what the Abby part was. I was under the impression from what I've read and have seen from some streamers that the Abby part was everything she was doing leading up to when she killed Joel. So I do apologize for that mistake mm-hmm. in episode nine. I, I just wanted to make that. I wanted to clarify that. So the Ellie part in the beginning of the game, uh, when you get to Seattle, that I overall really enjoyed. I enjoyed all of the stuff with Ellie and um, and uh, Dina. I enjoyed their storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed getting to see them before Joel's death, uh, everything after the Abby part where you come back to playing as Ellie. The Abby part was very difficult to play, not only because I did not care for the character, but just like the initial story itself, I personally did not care for. I enjoyed Lev a lot. I agree with everyone's opinion on Yara and Lev. That subplot was phenomenal. Uh, one thing I did actually really, really like about playing as Abby over Ellie is I really liked Abby's arsenal more than yes. Ellie's. Abby had yeah. some phenomenal weapons. Like that, that flame, that flamethrower. Yes. Fuck that flamethrower, so crossbow. Mm-hmm. I mean, she. I, I definitely preferred Abby in terms of your arsenal. Yes. One one hundred percent over uh, over what Ellie gets. Uh, so that is the one thing that I will say that is a lot better about Abby. Other than that, um, I, I just I didn't really care for Abby's uh, entire plot. Uh, I wasn't super drawn into it. The game felt very very 
draggy to me in that whole area. Fuck the Rat King and everything about oh, yes. it. That thing can go burn <laughs> in the deepest, darkest pits of hell. Hated everything about that. That was horrible. Yeah. Now, talking about Joel. Now, um, just when it comes, you know, what you were saying with killing off a main character. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's very difficult to kill off yeah. a main character. Uh, one thing about me um, is it's, you know, it's something that I've been working on for a while. I've actually been writing a manga for uh, for a little bit now, working on getting that in production. By the time the third part of my manga happens, I've already killed off five of the eight main characters. Spoiler. But, you know, I'm, wow. I'm going to go ahead and say that because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm years away from this really being in production. But I kill off five of the, five of the eight, including the main character. Yeah. Like, so I have no problem killing off main characters. Right. I don't. But, you know, in reference to killing off Joel, I kind of like... My big thing is what you said about killing him off mid to late. I think mid to late would have been the better decision mm-hmm. for killing off Joel. Now, one of my biggest complaints about this game is, you know, really it's just the direction of the game killing off Joel. Because the thing is, me going into this game, if I would have went into this game without um, any spoilers, mm-hmm. and let's say I didn't know the spoilers that got leaked, because, you know, this game got completely leaked before it came out. Right. So let's say I didn't read those spoilers. Let's say I've, I'm just strictly going based off you know, trailers from E3, whatever. I'm just going based off that. I cannot be faulted as the gamer to feel upset towards the direction of the game when Naughty Dog is the one that laid out the premise of what the game's going to be about in trailers and then changed the game with the final product. Yeah, I remember you said something about that. Uh, with Nick and I was yes. and I didn't realize that until you pointed it out and I was like holy shit you're right yes because through three different trailers mm-hmm. the original announcement which was gonna which uh, was a very short cinematic of Ellie playing guitar up into in a band right. house Joel walks up there Joel asks how she's doing and Ellie says I'm gonna kill every last one of them that was the original like teaser then there was another trailer which just showed like some highlights of the game right. and then there was the last E3 trailer which like I've already mentioned I think in episode 9 had the big bombshell at the end of the trailer where you know it shows Ellie and keep in mind in this trailer there's no Joel in the trailer at all right. until the end until, of this trailer yeah. Where you know you see Ellie get grabbed and some trucks go by, and then she turns around and is like, "What the hell are you doing here?" And it's Joel saying, "You think I'd let you do this on your own?" And then right. you know, go back and watch the E3 trailer for that. Everyone like popped off. Everyone's super fucking hyped, you know. And yeah. then that scene doesn't even happen in the game. Instead, that right. that scene happens, but it's with Jesse instead yeah, no. because Joel was killed off. So, and then another thing in terms of the marketing for the game, I know. Um, one of the uh, it was the trailer before that one. Mm-hmm. So do you all right, do you remember in uh, one of the flashbacks where Ellie and Joel are going through that hotel to try to get to the music shop? Yeah, and they find the two former the two, people, the two teenagers yeah, that from, ran away or whatever. Yeah. yeah, in the original trailer, uh, one of the original trailers for that, it had that scene right. in the trailer of where you know Joel steps on it and shoots it, and Joel says, "I wish things were different, but they weren't." In the trailer, it has Joel as character design from the four years later, and it has Ellie in character design from the four years later, as if that was going to happen in the four years later, then obviously we saw it as a flashback where it was a younger Ellie and a younger Joel. So as a gamer, I cannot be faulted for being upset with the direction of the game when it's Naughty Dog that presented with the marketing for how the game's going to go, presenting it where it's going to be an Ellie and Joel story you know, and that's what you're going to get to further explore in terms of how the fallout of his decision happens and everything. If they want to kill Joel, 
kill Joel. I mean, I get it. You right. know, killing off the main character, it helps add heartstrings to the story. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like that about, I like people that have the ability, you know, to have the balls to do that. But the marketing for this game was awful in it, terms of what the final product is. Right. Like they totally played it off as like, you're going to play as, instead of Joel taking the, the lead, you're going to play as Ellie taking the lead, which yep. I really liked. And that's what I was looking forward to. And it, yeah, I mean, like I didn't, like I said, I didn't notice any of this until you pointed it out to me. And then I was like, well, holy shit, they totally, like, they played all of us in a sense to yes. to have it be this one game and then it ended up being something completely different. So my question involving that is, I, you know, if I, I would love to know, was this the plan from the get-go or did they fucking change story halfway through? You know, that's what I would like to know because, right. I mean, like, okay, I can understand to a point with the whole, you know, scene where it's just like, you know, where he shoots the the infected he says i wish things were different they were in their four years later models Mm -hmm. i can understand to a point why they would do that so they don't have a spoiler of yeah you're gonna have a flashback you know that i can kind of get but the scene with at the end of the trailer where it's joel saying you think i'm i'd let you do this on your own and not even happening in the game see if that's ridiculous they had done it where like she had imagined it being joel or something and then it ended up being jesse I could let that go. Yeah, I could too. But they didn't. They totally changed it. And so it just kind of changes the the feel for the game. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. And that that's just the game itself. Like, I mean, any movie, TV, book, game, whatever. I mean, you can go in with all these expectations and get something completely different. That's fine. I mean, it's just whatever your expectations are going to be. But in, in, in terms of The Last of Us 2, my expectations were built based on what they presented to me. You know, another example of this, and it's not a great example, but I always thought it was kind of a funny fun mm-hmm. fact. Uh, I'm a very, I'm actually a big fan of the really shitty horror movies, Paranormal Activities. Fun fact: Paranormal Activity Four trailer, every single scene in that trailer is not in the movie. The entire like two three minute trailer, not a single scene's in the movie. Just a little fun fact. I've seen the first two, I think, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, I did watch those though. Yeah, but that's just kind of like in relation here where it's like, you know, Paranormal Activity 4 trailer, literally everything in the trailer did not happen in the movie. It's kind of the same thing here where all these build-up trailers from Naughty Dog for Last of Us 2 is building up where you're going to be playing as a story where you're going to be playing as Ellie with Joel's support character mm-hmm. and then they just completely, you know, 180 it. it. Yeah. Now, the other thing, and I've seen a lot of people comment about this, and man, I gotta agree. One thing that a lot of people hate about the way they killed Joel Mm -hmm. is in Last of Us 1, Joel is depicted as a very careful character. And Tommy, the very little you see of Tommy, is the same way. Mm -hmm. I... I got to agree with fans where it's just like in what world in the last of us franchise from like, let's say the Joel and Tommy from the first one, mm-hmm. would they walk into a house with a bunch of people they don't know and give their real names instead of being more cautious about it? Yeah. I kind of thought about that when I first played too. I'm like, why are you giving them your real names from the get go? You don't know who these people are. Same thing with whenever, um, they're actually like, you know, right after they rescue Abby and you know, they're, they got into a building running from the effect and, Tommy like has the need to stop and say, my name's Tommy. This is my brother, Joel. We got to go. It's like, that felt a little unnecessary. It felt very forced. So she could be like, Oh shit, that's the guy I'm trying to kill. Right. Like, you know, Tommy stopping and introducing him while they're running from infected felt very forced. And then it still, it goes back to whenever they all come into the house. It's like, my name's Tommy and this is my brother, Joel. It's like, and people make jokes about it. It's just like, you know, where it's like Mel. It's like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm Mel. And Tommy's like, oh, hey, my name's John, and this is my brother Jeff. And it's like roll credits. Game's over, basically. Because, you know, because they don't know it. I mean, but then again, like, that's how I feel like 
you know, in in character wise, how they built the characters in the first game, that's how the characters would re, you know, well, would I react. Mean, one way of looking at that is maybe Jackson has softened them a bit, and because uh, yeah. I mean, if you when you hear them talking about it, they're talking about bringing in all these survivors. Yeah. And so I think that's part of it is like they're softening up to this because they. I mean, I wonder if part of it has to do with the fact that, like, they've been there. I don't know how long Jackson... It doesn't really say how long Jackson's been there, but it's been there for a long time. Yeah. So, if anything, there's no rebel groups within probably, like, at least 50 to 100 miles of this place. So, in theory, it's it could be that they've softened up and thinking, these are people that just want help, not people that are coming after us kind of thing. Because, I mean, like, like Abby even said, there's so many people there, we're not going to be able to get in and get out kind of thing without yep. being seen. And so... I mean, that's one way to look at it, I guess. But I mean, still, it, it doesn't make sense. You're right. You know, it doesn't make sense based on what Naughty Dog developed as their characters in the first one. That's yeah, that's for sure. But uh, I mean, the game itself, uh, obviously, in this type of game, you're not here for the gameplay. I mean, obviously, you want the gameplay to be a little bit more fluid than the first one. The gameplay is not going to be blow it out of the water gameplay. It's very obviously basic gameplay. Yeah. It's nothing like an Anthem or whatever, where it's got great gameplay or whatever. Uh, in terms of like you know the flying and shit like that. Okay, I was gonna say wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> or like you know you're not you're not here for gameplay. You're here for the story. Um, mm-hmm. The story was okay. I felt like it, it. I feel like it really flopped at times with the terms mm-hmm. with the the Joel killing and stuff. I thought the PTSD stuff was good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I guess my biggest beef with the game that I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get over is just how how the marketing is so different from what the final mm-hmm. product was. I, and I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get over that. Uh, you know, the, obviously the graphics is phenomenal. Uh, for anyone that played this on a PS4 Pro, I'm sure they had a phenomenal time. I don't on a PS4 Pro, but even with a PS4, it's still a very beautiful game. There's no denying that. Um, I don't know. I would probably just give it. I mean, it's it's worth playing, if especially if you played the first one. But just know, I, and the best way that I can put it is it's not necessarily a fun game, but it is at the same time because mm-hmm. it's very like, oh, God, what's next? Yeah, So it's much. not necessarily a fun game. It's not like you're not going to have an overall fun time from beginning to end, but you are going to have a fun time. at the same. It, it's kind of weird how to put that. If I had to put it in a rating scale, I would probably say like a four or five, like what Nick, like what yeah. Nick said. <laughs> I just didn't care for it. I just didn't yeah. like it. And it, it goes back to the marketing about what I – expected the game to be and what, it was. and what it was and again i can't be faulted for that naughty dog's the one that built up everyone's expectations for the game they really did <laughs> i mean it's it's it was fun and if there's going to be a third which i imagine there will be um you know naughty dogs you know obviously as as most studios are going to be they're going to be very well there might be a third fucking we know there's gonna be a third fuck don't no fucking joke around we know there's gonna be a third i'll play it uh you know see how, you know, probably how the story will conclude that will probably be the end of the end of the franchise potentially uh, but I don't know for this one, I'd give it like a four or five. It's actually kind of funny. Um, I know, I think it was in the flashback where they went to the museum for her birthday. Mm-hmm. I want to say, um, Ellie asked, uh, Joel something about like a movie or something along those lines. And, uh, he, Joel actually said, it's like, well, you know, the, the sequel wasn't a, as good as the original. And that's how I feel about this game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Is that was, the I think he was talking better? about Jurassic Park or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he's like, well, yeah, you know, the sequel wasn't as good as the original. So I kind of feel that way with Last of Us. I yeah. mean, I feel like Last of Us 1, in terms of story, was obviously a lot better than this one. This one just kind of felt kind of jumbled, in my opinion. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. But, I mean, uh, it's worth trying. I mean, if you haven't played Last of Us 1, it's worth playing. Just know that you're going to be in for a rough time. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that's just the honest truth. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's going to wrap up the episode, though. That was a, It was a pretty thick and meaty episode. Nick? Close us out, man. Drop some plugs for us. Do your job. 
What do I what do I pay you for? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, but mostly probably just gentlemen between the ages of 18 and 35. That's what the demographics say on the charts, at least. But uh, that's going to do it. We'll see you guys next time. Be sure to check out all of these social medias, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Twitch, the Facebook. Again. <laughs> yeah, I was say, you said it twice. Instagrams. The Gram, the yeah. YouTube, the Spotify, now on Spotify, and CastBox. But uh, you're already here. Potentially. So. Or you're on Spotify. Who yeah. Knows? Yeah. We'll go with that. Be sure to check out moi on my socials as well. The usual shit, you know. You know, you know, you know. The YouTubes, the Twitches, the Twatters, whatever. Send me a tweet. Go, hey, I found this meme about Giuseppe Stromboli. And I'll be like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's a species spicy meme. But uh, that's going to do it. Uh, we'll see you guys next time for episode 11 for another fat, moist, oh. meaty, girthy mm. episode. Ooh. Blizies! All right, everyone, have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. <laughs>